Hi everyone, this is PR Kanghel once again filling in for Howie Severino on the Howie Severino podcast. And today we have a very special guest talking about her recent win at the Sundance Film Festival. She just won the Special Jury Prize for Innovative Spirit at the World Cinema Dramatic Section, which means that she is the first Filipino feature film director to win at the festival. And this was held online for the second year in a row. I'm talking about none other than Direct Marty Escobar. Hi, Direct Marty! Hello! Oh, hello everyone. Thank you, Miss Pia, for having me. Thanks, Direct Marty. Direct Marty, ang kita ng smile mo. It's so cheerful. <laughs> it really brightens up everyone's day. How are you? First of all, congratulations on your win. Ano yung pakiramdam? <laughs> How does it feel to be a Sundance winner? Salamat. Tapos nahiya naman ako na tinatawag mo akong direct. <laughs> um, How does it feel? Uh, sa totoo lang ngayon, parang... Uh, naginip lang lahat. Hindi ko pa na-absorb. Pero parang naintindihan ko rin na la- along with the win, meron akong like responsibility to make good use of it. Kasi nga medyo rare to be recognized for like such a a film with a small scale like ours. Tapos ano pa, uh, first feature, Filipina. So parang sobrang grateful ko na nakuha namin yung recognition na yun. Pero yun, alam ko rin na meron siyang bit-bit na responsibility. No una mo bang nalaman na nanalo ka? Um, sino una mong tinawagan? Sino una mong sinabihan na, guys, nanalo, nanalo ako sa Sundance? <laughs> ano, nag-start kasi siya, may Zoom call yung programmer sa akin. Tapos nasa lunch ako with my lola and my mama. So, nung tapos na kami mag-lunch, sabi ko, okay, game na sa Zoom call. Tapos sinabi na ng programmers na, okay, wow, you have an award. Siyempre, parang ano ako, like, hindi ko alam kung sure ba kayo talaga. Pero sobrang thank you. So, after nun, bumalik ako sa lunch namin. And then, sinabi ko sa lola at mama ko. And, ano, yun yung moment na nagbabayad actually yung lola ko. Tapos yung wallet niya naka-open. Nakita ko yung picture ng lolo kong nag-pass away last year. So, parang feeling ko na-witness rin niya yung balit, pagbalita ko sa kanila. So, yun, it's, it's really special kasi kasama ko rin yung mga people important in my life when I found out. Uh, very meaningful, no? And you're able to share that moment with them. Yes. Nako, uh, Marty, can you tell us about the film? Um, the title of the film is Leonor Will Never Die. From what we've read, eight years in the making siya. Grabe, how do you pour your heart and soul, your passion into a project, into one project for eight years? Paano? Siguro, ano? Yung, ano lang, yung pag make sure na gagawin pa rin yung project na to, Maraming times gusto kong mag-give up. Pero iba pa rin yung urgency of wanting to make something. So like, siguro naging patient ako with it. Tapos hindi ko siya hinayaang mangyari nang hindi ako masaya, including everyone else's staff. So lahat kami parang alam naming medyo uh, unconventional and difficult yung project. Pero yun, lahat kami nasa same boat rin na game lang sumabak sa may pagka-unknown nature dong film na to. Kasi nga, ano siya, parang changing script siya, changing edit, and then hanggang sa final form, hindi ito yung unexpected namin eight years ago or even three years ago. Kaya, ayun, um, 
patience and perseverance, I guess. So, <laughs> without spoiling the film, para dun sa mga hindi pa nakakanood, pwede mo bang ikwento sa amin? Kasi I got the chance to watch the film, which was mind-blowing. Uh, um, th- ano, thank you for sending us uh, a copy of the film. Just disclaimer, it was from you guys. Hindi <laughs> namin nahanap somewhere illegally. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for sharing the film with us. Kasi grabe, it, um, it was such a beautifully... Um, produced, beautifully written film. Um, I have to admit na hindi ako usually nanunood ng um, indie film. So parang, I, I felt na parang I had to put my thinking cap on the whole time. Diba? So I'll let you be the one to tell us the story kasi baka ma-spoil ko yung ibang parts. So <laughs> ikaw muna, for, for those listening, can you give us like a, a synopsis of the film? Uh, so yung film namin, yung Leonor Will Never Die, it's about this retired filmmaker who gets transported into a film that she's writing. So, andun siya as it's happening and as it's ending. Kumbaga, ito yung last film niya. And I think parang kaya ko rin siya naisip, it's because nakikita ko yung life as one big film na patuloy nating sinusulat at nire-revise at tinatry ayusin bago matapos yung sarili nating script. So, ayun. Simple lang naman siya. But in the film... <laughs> Marami siyang uh, different worlds. So may 80s action film world and my real world. And then meron pang isang surprise world. Okay. Oh, so yun yung hindi ko babanggitin yung surprise world. <laughs> okay. So yung, yung 80s um, action film, that stems from your fascination with 80s action films? Kaya siya na-incorporate dun sa, ano, sa Leonor Will Never Die? Nagsimula kasi yung concept nung nasa Mowell Fund ako with my friend. And yung mga teachers namin dun, parang pumag-forma sila. Parang silang galing sa action movies. Tapos ganun lang sila in real life. Parang siguro dahil nagtatrabaho sila sa industriya noon, nadala nila yung mga persona na yon And fascinating siya. Tapos naisip namin ng friend ko, bakit sa hundreds, as in siguro more than 300 Pinoy action films throughout history, bakit walang ni isang tungkol sa action lola? Well, hindi pa sure kung meron. Pero sa mga na-research namin, wala naman. So, doon nagsimula yung fascination sa action genre. Pero nung like, nag-try akong mag-dig, like, bakit ba action? Hindi naman pwedeng dahil nakakatuwa lang siya. Nagkaroon ako ng parang shallow na epiphany. Hindi siya shallow, pero na-realize ko na growing up, um, nagkaroon tayo ng action star na naging president. So, nung panahon na yun, akala ko normal lang siya. Pero ngayon na siguro mas matanda na ako, wiser na ng konti, Meron siyang sinasabi na kung gaano ka lakas ang impact ng film sa atin. Na to the point na pwede niyang baguhin kung paano natin nakikita ang mundo. So, mm-hmm. yun. Kaya rin naging action genre specifically. But hindi naman ako naging parang obsessed sa action films. It's more of kung ano yung treatment ng action world in the film. It's more on based sa memory ko of watching replays ng action films sa bahay. Kasi parang uso sa atin Pinoy action classics. When you say that the project was eight years in the making, um, does that mean parang because eight years in the making kasi iniiba-iba niyo yung script? Kasi I read na yung shooting days niyo, very short lang eh, di ba? Parang less than one month yung shooting days niyo. So ano yung nagpatagal dun sa paggawa ng pelikula, ng film? Yung nagpatagal, it's yung writing process. Kasi hindi naman talaga ako writer. Tapos gumagawa ako ng film about a writer na supposedly magaling, na recognized. So nahirapan ako doon, but ang naging solution ko ay 
humingi ng tulong sa mga uh, writing workshops, sa mga writing mentors, sina Sir Ricky, sina Sir Binglao, sa mga kaklase ko, friends. Ano siya, dahil nga hindi ako writer tapos mas cinematographer talaga ako, I needed like help kung paano makabuo ng script na at least like pitchable, readable, and I guess fundable somehow. I read kasi na parang sinabi mo when you write the script, parang you write with images, di ba? Parang that's how you that's your process eh. You see the images before you put them into words. Yes. But usually naman talaga, parang that's really what helps, di ba? Kasi ang turo rin sa amin, when, of course, although iba kasi, yung amin kasi is news, so nasa amin na yung nakita na namin nangyari na, di ba? It already happened. So you have to put words into it. So you write also with the images in mind. Pero um, how does this help you? Now, you have the images already kasi it's harder than if parang meron kang um, words and thoughts pero hindi mo siya ma-visualize. Well, I think nagsa-start talaga siya sa ideas na nagpa-fascinate sa akin. Like kunyari, action star na Lola. So may image agad yun. Or kunyari, uh, ano ba yung mga ginagawa mo sa CR pag ayaw mong marinig yung narinig mo outside the CR, magagawa ka ng noise, magsasplash ka ng water. So nagsistart siya with like moments na I'm familiar with in real life na gusto kong makita in a film. Mm-hmm. So I think nandun rin yung influence ng other films I've seen na tinatry kong i-process into my own. So dahil nga hindi siya words unang dumarating sa akin at images siya, yun, ang, ang nagiging challenge ay paano mo siya i-translate into words. A very challenging talaga kasi yun, di ba? But I guess kanya-kanya rin, di ba? Parang we all have different processes. Kaya nga siya, creative process, di ba? Pero, so sabi mo, five years for writing. And then, um, kasi doon ako na-fascinate. Five years yung pagsusulat. And then yung shoot mo was 17 days, tama ba? 17 days. And then, so ibig sabihin mga two years post-prod. Yes, two years. <laughs> Wow! Okay, so bakit naman tumagal yung post-prod? Because nag-iiba-iba yung ending? <laughs> Oo. Oh, oh, oh. Tapos, ano, marami akong gustong subukan. May pagka-random kasi ako mag-isip. So, hindi madaling i-communicate ang random. Minsan mag-appear siya as walang pinanggalingan. Pero in reality, may pinanggalingan naman siya. Hindi mo lang ma-articulate. So, doon ako nahihirapan and... I think tumagal kami, it's because I wanted to try so many things at yung una naming mga drafts, hindi siya nag-work. So ang kadalasan kong test dyan ay pag mag-viewing with friends and uh, yung mga recommendations ng producers ko and my producers themselves kasi ano sila, established filmmakers, si Mario and Monster. So important sa akin na na-communicate yung thought sa kanila. That's why I constantly uh, ask them to watch para lang ma-check is it working or is it not working. If it's not working, like, doon kami nag-re-edit ano, pa rin. rin ba ang nag-encourage sa'yo na ipasok uh, ang Leonor Will Never Die sa Sundance? Hindi. Nang sabit ako <laughs> sa Sundance, random siya. So, nag-rejection kami sa ibang festivals. Tapos, nag-login ako sa website called Film Freeway. So, doon nagsasubmit ng mga films. So, nag-check lang ako on the day na, ex- na last day pala ng early bird deadline. So I decided to like submit kasi nga mahal siya pag hindi na early birds. And then yung next na balita ko ay ano na, a month later and it's the invitation for the festival. Ah, okay. So kasi parang not everybody who submits will even be invited, tama ba, dun sa film festival? Parang magsasubmit yung mga tao and then mag-i-invite sila ng mga selected ones. Oo. 
Wow. Oh, so, yung the fact palang nung nakuha mo yung invitation, parang, ano na yun, may kilig factor na yun, syempre. Kasi hindi naman lahat na, na sasama pa rin. Yes. Okay. Nung sinabi sa'yo na kayo yung um, winner, um, inexplain ba sa'yo? Ano ba ibig sabihin when they say that special jury prize for innovative spirit at the World Cinema Dramatic Section? Kasi sabi mo, may Zoom call, di ba? So, sinasabi ba nila sa'yo kung ano ibig sabihin nun? In-explain naman nila, pero parang hindi ata pumasok sa mind ko. It's more of, <laughs> ang naalala ko, sabi nila, yung mga taong to, ang dami nang napanood na pelikula sa buhay nila. Pero nung napanood daw nila yung pelikula natin, first time daw nilang makakita ng ganun. So, I think it says a lot about, you know, baka dun yung innovative spirit <laughs> feels. Something okay. new, I Oo. And what, pa, parang what a huge compliment, di ba? Na parang ang dami na nilang nakita, ang dami na nilang napanood, pero um, they say that what you showed them is new, di ba? Something new to them at nagustuhan nila kasi hindi naman lahat ng yung magugustuhan mo, di ba? So now that you have this um this accolade, di ba? This award, ano yung mga uh, nakikita mong parang naka, mga doors na mag-open para sa'yo because this has been given to you? Hindi ko pa masabi kasi kumpara namin nagawa yung pelikula to, medyo struggle siya for many reasons. Uh, lalo na sa nature ng film namin itself. Hin- alam mo nang hindi siya <laughs> parang pangkumikitang kabuhayan type of project. So yun, yun ang difficult. Sana ngayon na, I mean, uh, may onti kaming recognition, sana mas maging like open at mas maging mas magkaroon ng tiwala yung mga tao sa amin to make more films sa future. Pero yun, I, I really can't tell. And I know kahit anong pelikula naman, it's always a, a struggle and a long journey. So I hope makahanap kami ng mga kakampi. Are you also hopeful na with this award, um, maraming ibang aspiring filmmakers ang um, kumbaga susunod sa yapak mo in the sense na they will be brave enough to try new things, at um, parang gugustuhin din nilang um, sumabak sa mga international film fest? Oo. Well, well sana. Yun naman ang parang hope ko para sa lahat ng tao. And as a former... Well, hindi, hindi na ako like the young filmmaker that, that I used to be. Siguro. <laughs> parang young ka pa rin. <laughs> <laughs> hindi na yung katulad dati. Pero yun, ang, ang lagi ko lang pangarap sana magawa ng mga filmmakers yung mga films na gusto nilang gawin. Kasi maraming mga bagay na pipigil sa atin kung ba't natin gustong i-pursue yung mga films natin. So, yun, sana yun, mabigyan ng chance at mahanapan ng support lahat ng pangarap natin. Not just a film, but sa life. Ikaw ba, Marty, ever since you were a child, as in a small child, pangarap mo na talaga maging filmmaker? Siguro mga ano, high, high school ako nung na-realize ko, gusto kong gawin to for the rest of my life. But, tama ka sa childhood fascination ko talaga yung ano, pag-take ng videos and photos. So, may pagka-natural kung paano ako napadpad dito. Ah, okay. So, ibig mo sabihin, parang um, kinukuha mo camera ng magulang mo tapos ikaw magkukuha ng picture or video kasi bata ka pa sa akin. So, <laughs> ano, ba, ano ba yung ano, kinalakihan mong mga gadgets? Kasi kami dati, yung handicam, bibihira lang yun tapos ang laki-laki pa, di ba? <laughs> so, ano yung mga kinalakihan mo? <laughs> so, yung Sony Video 8 ba yun? Yung parang handicam. <laughs> Okay, mga, mga kasing laki ng notebook. Ah, ganun. Okay. Tapos nag-BV. Tapos nag-yung mga cameras na ano lang naman, point and shoot, pero may flash. 
So, ayun, ako yung laging taga-picture. Tapos, pati mga pets namin, pinipicturean ko, mga laruan. So, ano na siya? Favorite toy ko siya. No? Naabutan mo ba yung kailangan mo pang pa-develop yung picture? Hindi na. Digicam ka na. Nabutan ko naman yung film. Pwede na yun naman ako, mukha lang sila. <laughs> mukha kang, ano, teenager pa rin. <laughs> Pero eto, so, di sabi mo, bata ka pa lang, nagsashoot ka na, ganyan. So, kailan mo na-realize na, wait a minute, nung high school ka, sabi mo, parang that's when you realize you want to do this for the rest of your life. Meron bang defining moment? Or parang, wala lang, just one day, gumising ka, sabi ko, tapos sabi mo, I want to be a filmmaker for the rest of my life. Ano, meron siyang defining moment nung high school. Di ba uso sa atin yung may video, well, di ko alam sa inyo, pero para may video project <laughs> para sa class. Tapos sabi sa English, kailangan mong gumawa ng summary of Beowulf using a video. So, naalala ko, ako ata yung leader ng group. Tapos ang ginawa namin, clay animation. So, ako yung sort of obsessed sa clay animation ng panahon na yun. So, ako rin yung mostly nag nag-direct sa amin at sa team. Pero teamwork naman siya. So anyway, nung ginawa namin yun, na-realize ko, sabi ko, wow, sobrang effort na to. Ang tedious. Pero nag-enjoy ako genuinely. Tapos nung napanood siya nung teacher namin, natuwa siya. Hindi ko natuwa siya. Sinabi niya na, ganda, ganyan. Um, hindi niya in-expect na ganun yung work namin. So nung, nung nag, ano siya, nag-comment siya ng ganun, na-realize ko, wow, uh, pwede palang ma-feel to ng isang tao through your work. Parang naramdaman niya yung love mo for making this video. So, yun. Na-feel na, na ko na, okay, I think masaya tong gawin for the rest of my life kasi hindi siya parang trabaho. Ah, wow. Napaka-profound. Napaka-profound nun, ha? Gusto ko yung sinabi mo na parang it wasn't so much about how it made you feel but it was also about how it made yung audience feel. In that case, yung teacher mo, di ba? So, um, nung papasok ka na ng college, first choice mo talaga ang film. Wala kang ibang option na kinonsider. Ano, parang ang gusto ko sana, ang, like philosophy or film. Tapos kaya ko lang naman gusto i-take up yung philosophy kasi marami akong tanong sa buhay. Pero hindi naman ako <laughs> like parang mahilig magbasa tungkol sa mga pananaw ng iba't ibang mga taong nauna sa atin. But yun, so nag-fall into place naman yung pagiging film student ko. But galing muna ako sa ibang school before. Nag-mask ko muna ako sa Lasal before I transferred to you. Ah, okay. So, um, ilang years ka nag-mask before you decided to transfer to film? One year. Kasi yung, sa, yung ukat ko parang sa Baguio yung campus. So, hindi ko kayang malayo sa mga minamahal ko sa buhay. Kaya nag-Lasal <laughs> muna ako. But with the goal of transferring talaga. So ano yung mga ano mga learnings mo from film school sa UP na hanggang ngayon bitbit mo pa rin sa paggawa ng mga pelikula? Wow, hirap na na. Learnings, aside dun sa practical knowledge of like how to make a film, I think yung na-instill sa akin ng mga professors na like I hold closely to me, parang yun ay ang films na ginagawa natin, meron siyang bosses at pwede siyang marinig ng mga tao. So, as a filmmaker, sana maging mindful kami of that. Kasi pinuput natin into the world yung siguro like philosophies natin. And sabi ko nga yung perspective natin. So, important na sana meron maambag na mabuti. Kahit maliit or malaki. Alam mo, I remember dun sa speech mo, um, yung parang acceptance speech mo, sinabi mo, parang nagpasalamat ka sa pamilya mo na for allowing you to be a filmmaker. 
<laughs> Curious ako bakit allowing yung ginamit mo na term. Um, nung umpisa ba ayaw, ayaw ka nalang maging filmmaker? Oo, ayaw nila. Tapos parang maraming, siyempre, sy- naintindihan ko naman kung anong pinanggagalingan nila. Lalo na ang, ang unstable ng like, filmmaker's life, also ng freelancer's life. So gusto lang naman nila ng security for for me as a person. So yun, uh, malaking pasasalamat na like, nung nung naging stubborn ako sa pag-pursue ng filmmaking, doon lang nila naintindihan na, okay, baka serious siya about it at gagawa niya ng paraan kung paano isustain. But, yun. Supportive sila. Doon naka-stay pa rin ako sa bahay nila ngayon. <laughs> so, yun. Malaking tulong rin yung pag-support nila sa akin. I wonder, no, kasi parang yung ibang filmmakers, uh, they get um, recognition um, later on in their careers, di ba? They wait several, uh, they wait a very long time or it's about when they're about to retire, tsaka lang makikilala yung work nila. Pero for someone like you, na at a very young age, meron ka ng recognition na ganito. How do you deal with that? How do you respond to the recognition? Nakaka-pressure siya. Yung totoong, yung pinaka-honest feeling, nakaka-pressure siya. Kasi nga, yung, yung nakwento ko earlier, very rare yung circumstances eh. Tapos parang very unlikely para makakuha ng ganong recognition. If even yung makapasok sa Sundance, ano siya very rare. So, um, yun nga, kaya na-mention ko rin na nakaka-pressure kasi alam kong meron akong responsibility yun nga, to, to make something good out of it. And yun yung mga next steps ko, I guess, as a filmmaker. Because di ba sabi nila, uh, you're very young, tapos um, you're, you're not just the first director from the Philippines to win this award, first female director. Kinakabit yun, di ba? First female director to win this also. So how does that also play a role? I mean, parang meron ka bang um, challenges na kinaharap very early on um, because you were a female director and a young director at that? Siyempre, ano siya, mix of things that make it difficult for me to make the film itself. So una, babae, nagagawa ng action film with stunts, with fist fights. Doon pa lang medyo parang, ah, sure ba siya? Ganyan. Tapos first film pa. So ang daming dahilan para hindi, alam mo yun, pag-investan or bigyan ng chance yung film na to. At yun, marami naman kaming uh, rejections and failures, pero marami rin kaming kakape. And I think yung malaking factor kaya namin nahanap yung mga kakampi namin ay dahil yung producers ko, kilala sila for making good work and ang, ang ganda ng reputation nila. So yun, nakisakay ako dun sa kanila kaya rin na push through yung yung project. But oh, ma- mahirap siya. Lalo na alam, male-dominated society and industry siya everywhere I go from alam, sa cinematography to uh, sa even at least sa Sundance, tinatry nila i-diversify. So 50% ata, female directors, parang ganun, they, they try to balance things out. Ano yung mga specific na naaalala mo mga, mga challenges or mga hadlang sa pagiging isang filmmaker? Specific na challenges bukod sa budget. Kasi feeling ko, <laughs> ang laging problem, feeling ko lang, ang laging problem ng independent filmmaker ay budget. Tapos dun na nagbabranch out yung other problems na kadalasan ang nasa sacrifice yung pagiging humane ng isang shoot. Kasi kunyari, onting shoot days lang, pero yung concept mo, ang laki. So, yun yung challenge. Parang paano mo ipag-cash or going feasible or like, yung pagtansya, feasible ba talaga yung project or not? Kasi kung hindi, parang mabuti ng 
mag-ipon muna for a few more years bago siya magawa. So, yun, yun yung parang main challenge. Like, everything sa budget. But, kung hindi i-include yung budget, I think it's ako with the material at kung paano namin na-keep yung um, synergy. Kasi eight years siyang work in progress, eh, tumatanda rin naman tayo as people, nagbabago mga pananaw natin sa life. So, kung anong tingin ko dati, malayo na yon sa tingin ko ngayon. Kaya kung paano siya i-match, dun, dun ako nahirapan. Like, may times na sabi ko, hala, ano ba itong ano ba material lang? Ang babaw, ang pangit. Kabalik na rin ang pag-iisip ko ngayon. So, yun. Constant, ano siya. Kung baga, trimit ko rin siya as partner, yung, ano, yung material itself. Until natapos siya. Oo nga, no? Kasi mag-evolve rin talaga yung thought process mo, di ba? So, kaya, kaya mo sinabi rin na parang nag-iiba-iba rin yung ending. Tama ba? Yung parang hindi mo alam kung ano yung magiging ending until nung final edit nyo? Yes. Oo. <laughs> Sinoot pa namin yun. Yung mga challenges na yun, so budget is there, of course, um, and something that has to be overcome. Do you think, or are you hopeful na parang with the recognition that um, your film uh, gained, parang ma-overcome rin yung challenge na yon. Kasi nga parang nakikilala naman yung films natin eh. Tsaka yung isa ko pang question is, um, di ba sometimes sinasabi nila, pag ikaw ay isang independent filmmaker, ayaw mo nang gumawa ng mga mainstream or commercial films. Does that apply to you? Uh, yung honest na sagot, it really depends kung gano'n nila ako i-allow to do what I want in a material. Kasi doon naman nagagaling kaya ayaw ng mga tao. Kasi mas, may ibang people involved sa creative ano, uh, process of the field itself. Na parang gets rin naman kasi ang intention ng commercial films ay kumita rin at parang magagawa ng more films. Eh... Iba rin yung intention ko of making films. So, dun lang naman siya nagkakatalo. Pero kung allowed naman ako to make the films I want to make, syempre, laban. Para dun sa mga ano, hindi masyadong familiar, can you explain to us yung significance ng Sundance? In the grand scheme of things, ito yung pinaka, kumbaga, Miss Universe title sa independent filmmaking. Yung Sundance is the largest independent film festival in the US. Tapos siya rin yung parang pinaka, I guess. I guess, prestigious in the U.S. Tapos nandun siya sa top five, like, largest and most important festivals sa world. So, I guess, big deal siya. And, ayun, kaya sobrang thankful lang and sobrang swerte. Kasi nga, yun, our, our last Filipino full-length in the festival was ang pagdadalaga ni Max Monoveros, ni Aureus Solito, na parang 16 or 15 years ago. So, medyo, medyo matagal. And, Sundance is known to be like an elusive festival so hindi talaga natin alam kung sino bang mga pipiliin nila this year. Kaya, yun, sobrang lucky na nag-fall into place na nakahanap ng home yung film natin. During the eight years na ginagawa mo yung um, Leonor Will Never Die, uh, meron ko bang mga ibang projects na ginawa in between? Mahirap i-sustain ang, ang buhay filmmaker. So, sinasabay ko doon ang pagiging cinematographer para rin makaipon dahil ex- part, medyo executive producer producer din ako pa dito kasi nga yun, mahirap talaga siya kitawid. So yun, I, I think I think like most independent filmmakers have the same question na may sarili, eh, have the same answer na may, may iba silang ginagawa. <laughs> oh, kailangan may isabay na iba. Okay. Maybe, direct Marty, you can tell us, no? ano yung um, advice na mamibigay mo para sa mga aspiring filmmakers na syempre na-inspire sa pagkapanalo mo sa Sundance? 
advice. Siguro ang pinaka-advice ko lang talaga, like, like ko itong sinasabi, yung follow your heart lang. <laughs> like, simple siya, pero meaningful siya in a way na if you really, really want to make a film, ma-realize mong gagawa ka ng paraan para magmayari siya. Maghahanap ka ng makakakabi mo, maghahanap ka ng um, way kung ng compromise, paano, paano magawa. So, yun, I think it, it's, it's follow your heart kasi nga lahat naman tayo may gustong gawin pero yung mismo act of working on it is the hard part to do it. So, I just believe in yourself and find your allies. Ah, that's great. Find your allies. Very important. Kasi sinabi mo, di ba, parang you worked on this film with your allies. Yes. Oh. Kasi hindi, ano siya, di ba yung film, ang ano niya eh, collaborative talaga siya eh. Hindi ko nga masabing, dati parang sabi ko, kaya naman gumawa ng film mag-isa. Pero na-realize ko ngayon na, kaya ba talagang mag-isa? Kasi hindi it's It's really like forming relationships with people, with places, with things. So parang ang dami mong kailangan to make a film that feels human. So, yun, kaya important to find the right people kasi tayo yung parang magiging co-parents ng kung ano mga film. Mm-hmm. And so, pwede bang malaman kung ano yung mga um, aabangan namin from Direk Marty uh, <laughs> at this point? Ano yung mga um, upcoming work mo? Upcoming work? Um, right now, nagtatry ako magsulat ng second feature pero sana hindi naman eight years ulit. Uh, <laughs> But on the side, the, the DP, uh, cinematography and camera operator work ako. And right now, we're trying to make a plan kung paano magkaroon ng screenings dito sa Philippines. Pero gusto ng producer ko soon. Pero ako, hesitant. Kasi pag pumupunta akong sinihan ngayon, malungkot siya. <laughs> Hindi na siya. Wala na yung spirit of, alam mo yun, marami kayo nanonood sa isang naririnig yung reactions ng each other. So gusto ko lang sana mag-antay ng right timing para magkaroon ng screening dito. Maybe just a message for um, yung Filipino audience na nami-miss na yung pagpunta sa sinihan pag, para manood ng pelikula and also for um, those who want to be just like you, um, whether they're younger, older, but still aspiring to be a filmmaker. I think parang ang, ang word na pwede ko magamit dyan, like patience. Patience in a sense na Darating rin, babalik rin naman ang cinema viewing experience natin at patience para sa mga works na gusto natin gawin. Kasi may kanya-kanyang timing ang mga bagay sa mundo. At lagi ako naniniwala na pag like, sincere na sincere ka at yung mga taong gumagawa with you, mahahanap niya ang tama niyang lugar in this world. So, ganun yung nangyari sa amin. At maraming times na pwede ko sanang gawin yung film earlier, may mga offers na parang, okay, we can give you this, but you have to finish by this date. Pero na, para kailangan mo talagang pakinggan kung anong kailangan ng film at anong, saan kayo comfortable with. And yeah, it, it, parang kapaan siya. It's a lot of film. Kapaan ng isa't isa. Nako, Direct Marty. Thank you, thank you very much um, for taking time out to be with us. Again, congratulations. Um, isa itong malaking karangalan, I'm sure, para sa'yo. Pero hindi lang para sa'yo, kundi para sa ating lahat. <laughs> Nakikishare kami sa award mo. Lahat ng Pinoy nakikishare sa award mo. Thank you. Thank you very much again si Direct Marty Ramirez Escobar who just won the Special Jury Prize for Innovative Spirit at the World Cinema Dramatic Section of the Sundance Film Festival for the film which she wrote and directed and produced, Leonor Will Never Die. Congratulations again, Direct Marty. Thank you very much. So much, Sophia. All the best. 
This episode was produced by the team of Meg Pamilosa and Chan Salvador and edited by Jer Magtoto with the wonderful people of Jimmy Newsom Public Affairs Digital. Thank you, Podmates, for listening to the entire episode. Don't forget to follow the podcast and if you have someone you'd like to have on the show, just post with the hashtag the Howie Severino Podcast on your social media. Until the next pod, keep safe, everyone. <laughs>